welcome to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca, and today I'm on my way to work following an incredibly busy weekend with the Morris Minor Owners Club National Rally at Kelmarsh, which is, of course, what today's podcast is all about. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is just how infectious it can be to see other people uh, starting to realise how usable their cars are and how much fun they can have at national events like uh, the Morris Minor Owners Club National Rally at Kelmarsh. So where to start? What an amazing weekend we had away with uh, the Morris Minor Owners Club um, and particularly the young owners which is who we were spending uh, most of the time with at the event. Um, we set off quite early on Friday morning. Um, you guys know Lewis who lives quite close to us. Um, we decided to kind of convoy over with him and he wanted to be there quite early to kind of check out what was happening uh, with the branch avenue and things like that um, for his branch, Peterborough branch, the one that we go to. Um, so we left Peterborough services at about 840 um, and kind of headed our way down the A1 and across the A14 um, to get to Kelmarsh for quite early really, um, for quarter to 10 and um, the field was very empty. There was already quite a lot of stuff kind of being put up and, uh, and already happening, um, but it was like toilet blocks, marquees and things like that that they'd been setting up all week. Um, in terms of camping, it really was quite quiet. Um, so while Lewis headed down to uh, Branch Avenue to check out uh, where his Peterborough branch was, I uh, headed up to the kind of camping area to check out um, what sort of kind of area would work well for the young members camping. Uh, we found a reasonably good spot tucked away in a corner where we could try and uh, keep away from everybody else if we were gonna be a little bit noisy in the evenings and um, started to put up our tent. Um, the tent we'd bought last year for uh, events because we'd found that staying in a hotel locally, whilst a little bit more luxurious, um, does mean that you end up missing out on some of the fun that happens um, in the evenings and things when you have to get off site by a certain time. So we had invested in a lovely bell tent and I'm sure you saw it when I talked about the Kelmarsh end of September trip last year. And well worth doing, it was so easy to put up again um, and we were up and set up reasonably quick um, and ready to sit and have a cup of tea and kind of wait for most people to arrive. I spent quite a lot of time 
on that Friday during the day whilst we were waiting for people to arrive, um, running after caravans that had spotted our nice little corner and thought, oh, that looks like a lovely place to camp up. Um, and telling them that actually they might want to park themselves somewhere else um, because they might be uh, a little bit disturbed by how much noise was being made uh, by the group. But gradually people started to uh, filter in and put up their tents and uh, the young members area started to look quite busy, it was quite nice. We started sitting around in front of our tent and then as people had put their um, tents up they'd bring their chairs over and have a sit and start talking about how their journey had been um, and things like that. I think the last of the kind of young members camp area filters in at about kind of five o'clock-ish on the Friday, uh, by which time we decided to um, order some food. Um, it worked reasonably well uh, the, the last time, so we were quite pleased to be able to order some food to the kind of the gates of where we were staying. And then uh, Jamie took Peggy to the, the entrance to try and uh, collect them all. So she, she did a fantastic job of uh, a delivery service, really. We had a really lovely evening getting to know uh, some of the people that hadn't been able to attend any of the young members meets before and um, kind of catching up with everyone else. Uh, we all kind of knew each other reasonably well thanks to the WhatsApp group so it was quite easy to get chatting um, and uh, we had just a really nice evening sat round. We did pop down to um, the kind of entertainment tent and to kind of see what was going on down the bottom of the field a little bit later on in the evening um, but then I think it had been quite a tiring day for a lot of us and of course me and Jamie um, were only just getting over COVID. I'd had my negative test on Wednesday um, and Jamie had had his negative test uh, the, the morning of so we were we were still quite tired from having spent uh, essentially two weeks isolating at home. Um, so we headed back and uh, got ourselves tucked into the sleeping bags, um, only for me to find that my airbed was deflated. So I pumped it back up and um, it lasted a grand total of about half an hour um, before I was kind of lying on the floor again. Luckily, I'm quite good at sleeping almost anywhere, so I did manage to get some sleep, but it wasn't particularly good. Um, but I had enough to be quite energetic uh, the next day, which was uh, nice. So, first thing Saturday morning, uh, myself and uh, Nathaniel, who had come down from Newcastle the day before in Sarah, um, had to go down to Branch Avenue and set up our um, young members stand with banners and things like that. Um, look at kind of how big the pitch was and work out how many cars and, and what cars we wanted and where on the stand. 
so we picked out uh, we, we thought five would be just about right um, picked out five cars from uh, the young members and um, sent them down there in uh, a, a nice order and it worked out quite well because some of the people that we put on the stand on the Saturday had to leave quite early on the Sunday so couldn't have gone on the stand really on the Sunday so on the Saturday we had um, Elliot with uh, Alison um, on one end on one corner we had uh, Friar with Jean in another corner and then along the front we had uh, Nathaniel's Sarah um, Harry and Tom's uh, Mabel and in the middle uh, Yayan's Hatch um, and it looked quite nice and then once it was all set up uh, I went and finished back up to the camping bit finished getting myself a little bit sorted for the day uh, before we kind of went for a walk around some of the displays on Branch Avenue and some of the cars that were all uh, parked up uh, as well uh, it's such a so different to kind of what last year's events were when I went along um, they were really great but so much smaller scale this was a whole other level of kind of the numbers of Morris miners uh, that were in one place and to see them all kind of presented and see some of the more unusual Morris miners that don't come out as often um, was really lovely as well. In particular, uh, one that caught quite a lot of people's eyes was the double front-ended Morris Minor. So at some point somebody chopped a Morris Minor in half and added another front end, so you can't really tell which way um, is the front if you're just kind of looking at it um, otherwise. But um, a very interesting car, one that I think a lot of people had seen in pictures but not one that a lot of people had seen in person. Another one that really caught quite a lot of people's interest was the Morris Minor uh, low light that had the extended boot on the back. It's a very interesting period modification that a lot of people uh, think would be quite interesting to have, quite useful to have if you use your cars for holidays and trips like we do. It has certainly added quite a nice amount of space in the boot for uh, the camping and things this weekend. Um, but the, the, they didn't seem to do so well at the time or they haven't survived very well because there really isn't very many uh, that people have seen. And so uh, it was really nice to see one for the first time ever in person and people were really quite excited and I know quite a few people took photos of those um, in the hope that they might be able to get one made up at some point. After about um, one o'clock, we all got back together up at the campsite. We left two cars on the stand, um, because, but the rest of us all got back up to the campsite with our cars um, as uh, we'd found out that there were some instructions that had been made by the local branch to Calmarsh um, for a little road run out to Foxton Locks where there was a nice pub and uh, and then back again so 
we thought it would be really nice to have a little young members convoy out to Boxton Locks and back again. Um, and so we we thought it'd be a really nice little thing to do to have a trip out together to drive all in convoy and make the use of the uh, instructions that people had obviously put a lot of work into creating. Um, so we all lined ourselves up and headed out on the drive. We'd left um, Jean uh, Fryer's car and uh, Elliot Allison on the stand. Uh, so those two needed to hop inside somebody else's cars. So um, they came along, uh, Elliot came along with us and Fryer was in, I'm not sure whose car he was in. Um, oh, and we also had James who had come along in his uh, Land Rover Defender. So he popped into somebody else's Morris Minor as well. So that we had a nice long line of Morris Miners. We had Liam and Beth's uh, MG Midget, um, and then also um, Steph's Triumph 1300 was in the convoy as well. And it was a really lovely drive, very scenic. We ended up in some of the most bizarre places. We were driving through uh, cow fields um, over cattle grids, um, and even had to stop for a brief period of time uh, because the road went through the middle of a cricket pitch and you had to wait for the over to be over um, and to be given a signal before you could um, go. Uh, we were at the front uh, followed by Yayan and Tasha who were in patch. Luckily that meant that on some of the flat bits we were able to get a little bit ahead um, which worked in our favour when we came across what was an absolutely horrendous hill. And um, we went up it in second as best we could, uh, second gear as best we could, and we got about halfway up and Peggy just cut out. Um, and it's the first time she's done that kind of around any people that are uh, more knowledgeable. Um, so we've got a few thoughts on what that might be now, and it might be uh, not necessarily just me being bad at driving, because second should have been fine for that hill. Um, so in the end, we had to uh, indicate to Yen and Tasha that we needed to roll back down the hill to get flat to be able to start again. And um, then we put it into first and just screamed our way up this hill in first um, and by which time the rest of the group had kind of caught up with us all um, and I believe it was quite a tricky hill for quite a few people. Um, Peggy wasn't the only one who struggled, it was really um, quite a challenge uh, for the Northamptonshire branch to have put in to a little road run. But it really was a lovely, lovely weather, really nice. We had the windows all the way down. Um, it was nice to have Elliot in the back um, to kind of chat to. And it had been a while since he'd been in the back of um, a saloon at least. Um, so it was a really nice drive out. And we got to um, Foxton Locks and managed to get ourselves all parked up nicely together 
um, along some grass parking uh, down the bottom, uh, walked to uh, the little pub from the car park uh, and all kind of took over quite a few picnic tables and grabbed ourselves some lunch. It was nice to have uh, a, a good meal um, out in the sunshine. Uh, there was a little bit of rain but we had parasols to all kind of crouch underneath. Um, but yeah, it was really nice to be out in the sunshine, having some nice food, chatting to everyone. Uh, it was a few cut. It was nice for the tables all to mix up a little bit um, and be able to kind of talk to people that weren't in your car um, on the way there necessarily. We then went for a little walk up the locks um, and back down. Uh, Basil the dog enjoyed a quick dip into uh, uh, a, lo a, a lock pool uh, at the side of the lock and uh, I managed to find a little patch for Peggy's blanket as well so that was a bonus um, and then we headed back to the car park and uh, headed back to base. We were the first ones back with Yayan and Tasha um, Yen and Tasha had led and I'd swapped from driving to being passenger on the way home. So I was more concentrating on uh, filming than following the instructions. So we were really just following um, Yen and Tasha in front and they made a slightly wrong turn at one point. Uh, so then they were following Google Maps. So the, the instructions weren't making sense to me anyway but we got back pretty pretty quickly and um, we didn't confuse the rest of the group because they um, had managed to lose us a little bit earlier on anyway um, and then yeah we we got ourselves uh, showered and changed and things um, some of us were going down for the uh, music at the bottom for the evening entertainment um, and some of us were staying kind of up at the tents um, and things. I think the guys that stayed up at the tents probably had a better idea. The music down in the tent was so loud, it wasn't that enjoyable. Um, but it was kind of nice when you were stood outside the tents um, at listening to it and talking to a few people outside uh, there. Um, but it was very cold outside the tent, so it was it was touch and go as to what was a better option. Uh, it turned out the guys at the top had managed to cobble together a fire pit from some things that they found at Sainsbury's um, and were roasting s'mores and things like that. So I think perhaps that's something uh, that we'll, we'll do in future because it certainly sounds a little bit more up my street. Eventually we headed up um, and joined back up with the guys that had had the fire pit. Um, and we sat round, um, getting really quite cold with the wind and everything, um, chatting uh, and having a couple of drinks um, before we turned in for the night. Thankfully, very kindly, Harry, when he had gone to Sainsbury's earlier in the day, had uh, picked up a, another airbed for me. So I was very excited. Uh, to get a good night's sleep on a new airbed and not on the floor.
Sunday morning was a little bit more leisurely and chill as we'd set up the kind of um, stand really with all the banners and things the day before so it was just a case of working out uh, who was going to be there for most of the day in order for their car to be on the stand um, and who was leaving a little bit earlier um, and based on all of this we uh, ended up with a bit of a mix on the stand really um, we ended up with uh, Liam and Beth's MG Midget on the stand and uh, Tasha's VW Beetle and then three Morris Miners across the front Elliot, uh, Elliot's Morris Minor, um, Sarah, Nathaniel's Morris Minor and Peggy was on the stand on the Sunday. We got the cars down there then I headed back up to kind of camp to drink the cup of tea that Jamie had made me um, and it was quite nicely timed to be honest as um, a rain shower hit then and um, I was quite happy to sit in our tent and just wait out the rain shower before and out of the wind as well um, before we headed back down to have a look around everything. Um, I had quite a successful look at the auto jumble. I hadn't managed to look at it at all the day before so I suspect I missed loads of wonderful bargains. I know uh, quite a few of the young members managed to get some parts that they were desperately seeking for some of their cars. Um, so that was quite good but I did manage to get a few bits that I needed a spare fan belt ready for our holiday uh, next week and uh, some eye bolt pins that we needed for um, when I do the suspension bushes on the other side so that was quite good um, we managed to have a, another little wander around the um, Branch Avenue and some of the stalls like ourselves had uh, mixed things up a little bit so that was uh, nice to see um, and there was uh, a large uh, a much larger number of cars there on the Sunday I think Sunday's really the the main day for a lot of people if they're only going to do the one day then that's the day that they come along so it was really nice um, to wander around all the cars uh, and kind of uh, uh, the thing I love about Morris Miners is that whilst they kind of from a distance might all look quite similar a lot of people have made some interesting decisions about little bits and pieces um, to make them more individual and uh, it's nice when they're all kind of lined up together at an event like Kelmarsh to place, spot the, the difference between all of these things. Um, and no stall kind of epitomizes this more than the kind of modified Morris Minor stand. Um, there, it's a great register and it's great that they're able to kind of have a big section all together to showcase all the really hard work that's gone into creating such beautiful modified cars. Um, and we really liked that they as a stand had their own uh, trophies and um, involved anybody who was kind of coming and checking out the stand in their public vote. Um, we voted for car number 15 which was um, a really lovely kind of chopped Morris Minor um, with a V8 engine in it 
um, and it looked incredible. And I think the thing that made the difference for us is that they had to make the move with the firewall, which seemed like quite a bit of hard work to make that space. It was then back to the young member stand to have a bit of a chat with uh, people as they were coming by. I managed to have some lovely conversations with um, a few people who listened to the podcast over the weekend um, and even got a really lovely offer of being able to drive a Morris 8 at Thors, uh, no, a Morris Cowley at Thorsby uh, later this year. I'm really sorry that I didn't manage to get over. It was really quite a busy um, day on Sunday, really. But I'll leave an email in the um, description box uh, in case uh, you want to get in touch with any of the details about that, because I would love to take that opportunity up at uh, Thorsby later this year. Whilst on the young members stand, uh, I managed to persuade a few of the young members to uh, climb into the back of Peggy and have a quick chat with me. Um, it was unfortunately after I'd realised that I had left um, my little amp box um, on and therefore it had a flat battery and surprisingly no one in, on a field in the middle of Northamptonshire had a 9 volt battery just lying about anywhere to save the day. So. We did have to be a little bit creative about how we recorded uh, those interviews, but hopefully you'll enjoy those when they come out um, as well. It was really nice to kind of chat to them. And again, even though we'd spent all weekend talking about cars alongside other things, um, there were some stories that we were told on that podcast recording um, that I hadn't heard from the guys before. So that was really nice. Gradually, the day came to a close. Um, we popped up to the tent uh, to grab some food on uh, use, making good use of the land train that was actually put on for the weekend. Uh, a fantastic little addition uh, to the weekend that made kind of getting around the huge field a little bit fun, if not much faster. Um, we popped up to grab some food from our tent on the last land train run that they did. Um, and then by the time we wandered back down, um, it was time for kind of the awards and, um, and then to pack everything up. Um, we uh, dismantled the old members stand and then went back up to camp to dismantle our tents um, before we headed home. Um, last year when people had said that they'd been to Kelmarsh as a, a location so many times with the Morris Minor Owners Club and never managed to get to walk around the house or anything like that um, and I was so surprised because I was like well you're here you might as well make it, take advantage of, of it but with how jam-packed this weekend was, I'm really not surprised. Um, it was non-stop all weekend. We had such a fantastic time. We spent time with some really interesting 
um, and wonderful people that we're hoping to get to see again really soon at another uh, similar event with the Morris uh, Register. And um, I think for a lot of the young members, it was a really exciting thing to be able to take their cars away for the whole weekend, uh, have a lot of fun with like-minded people, um, and really kind of get a lot of fun out of the cars. Um, I know that we've all heard the saying about the, the cars bringing us all together, um, but really, whilst we're together, it's the people that make it. And um, as I'm sure you'll hear in a later podcast about with, with the interviews, it really was the kind of friendship and um, kind of kindness that everyone showed to each other and the helpfulness that we've all got to try and uh, get everyone through the weekend, be that through struggling up hills or, or any other issues that arise. And so it was really nice. And I think a lot of people will remember this weekend uh, for a lot of wonderful reasons, but especially because it was a lot of people's first national weekend. Um, and so we're really looking forward to next year. But on that note, I've talked on long enough. If you've been watching on the YouTube uh, version, I hope you've enjoyed some of the footage I've overlaid. Um, if you're listening through other means, be sure to check out my Instagram, uh, Twitter and Facebook uh, for some of the photos and some footage of the weekend because I'm sure uh, it'll make you smile because um, it was the weather held off, uh, the cars mostly behaved, it couldn't have gone better if we tried really. So on that note, drive safely and happy motoring.